Welcome to the One Up Sales Development Podcast, a podcast for new young sales pros, whether you're an SDR, BDR, or just another sales pro, getting it done. This one goes out to all the hustlers out there on the phone each and every day, slugging it out. Whether you're doing 100 dials, 50 plus email, it's strategic outbound prospecting on a mass scale. A few key takeaways you get from the One Up Sales Development Podcast is learning how to code call, overcoming objections, how to become friends with gatekeepers, reaching out with personalizations, tactical cadences, and many, many more. You'll also hear from other sales pros such as yourselves when it comes to their why on the career path of choice, such as becoming an account executive, customer success, sales enablement, SDR managers, and other options as well. I'm your host, Jackson Lil, former SDR and now AE, running this pod for SDRs and AE. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. And you know what? Hey, man. Yes, you listening to this podcast right now. It is currently May 7th, 2020, 11, 11 p.m. How are you doing? How are you holding up? You know what I think? There is way too much hate nowadays in this modern world, man. You got people hating all over the place. And this pandemic got everyone fucked up across the globe, right? You lost your job. You're an SDR. BDR, you got laid off. But you always got to stay humble. Man, I just saw this news recently. And you probably saw it too about the person who got shot in Georgia, right, from Ahmad Arbery, and just want to give a, you know, like, man, shout out to him, and just rest in peace for him, hope they find justice on that, I myself, as a runner, am pretty fucking pissed off from seeing that shit too, because, you know, he was running, right, I don't, I don't know the story, but I saw the video, and clearly from the sites, since it's happened in February, yeah, man, that's fucked up, but you gotta be humble, you know, and the reason I tell you this is, my next guest on here is always humble this person got more than five years of sales development experience under his belt he worked his way up from the ground up he actually started out as an sdr himself worked his way up the ranks became a sales development manager became the manager of sales development recruitment and now he is the director of sales development recruitment over at alley and that's my man mr alan d hallas and Alan is a great person. I, I connect with this guy a while back. I started selling his content, but what really made it different is that this guy is always humbled, always humbled, regardless of the situation. You will never in your life see him hate and just being a hater. You know, he's always there to help, and that's what I really love about Alan. And what really caught my attention was that uh, Mr. Donald Trump video that he made for Halloween, and he was dressed up like Donald Trump, like. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, you gotta go search that post. It was funny. The way he made his interaction, just talking, just just being human, regardless of the situation, regardless of the pandemic, no matter how bad it is and fucked up it is right now, you gotta be humble. So if it's a world that would be if there if there's a real world out there that's truly happy and humble, it's gonna be nothing but a bunch of a hundred and a thousand of Alan D. Hollows just trying running around but yes that's my next guest you guys he is the sales development recruit um, director recruiting management 
and he knows the full in and out, you know, how to on-ramp, how to go ahead and look for patterns, how to dive, dive deep and really find out what works and what doesn't work. And more importantly, getting to know the rep, the rep better himself and really discovering how does the rep learn itself because every SDR and BDR comes from all different backgrounds. They all learn a different specific way, right? Yourself included who's listening to this. I mean, there's one person that would prefer reading. There's another that would prefer audio. And there was some would be that prefer visual instead. And that's just how it is, man. And no one knows it better than my man, Alan D. Hylas. So enjoy this episode, guys. RIP to a person that got shot over at Georgia, Ahmed Arbery. And to all you ladies out there listening, happy Mother's Day. Take care and have a great weekend. Peace. All right. Hello, 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 everybody. <clears throat> Welcome back to another edition of the One Up Sales Development Podcast. And for today's episode, I have with you someone truly, really, really, really special and unique. He's out there in the sales development game. He's out there pushing content all day, every day. He's out there to help young SDRs, new SDRs, tenure SDRs, and whoever it may be. This person came out from the OG original. So this guy come out, he, he started out over as an SDR himself, as an everyday practitioner, started out over at Discover Org, moved over to Zoom Info, and now he is currently over at Aliu. Please give me a warm welcome to Director of Sales Development and Recruitment, Mr. Alan Halla, straight out of Buffalo. Yeah. What's going on, Jackson? It is a pleasure to be here and uh, be part of this podcast. Super excited. Dang. Alan, um, on behalf of the One Up Sales Development Podcast, we just want to thank you again so much for hopping on this. Like, I've been, we've been following you for quite some time, man. I, all the content you've been pushing out is just, you know, really out there. It's relevant. It's asking questions. Is looking for what's working, what's not working, and just contributing to the uh, sales development community, so to speak. And um, started to catch catch my attention. I was like, okay, this is this is someone that we we got to get on the pod. And um, what's also exciting too is that you're also Asian American, which is my to myself, which is really awesome. I always love to hear other Asian American stories in the sales development game and how GS get started. So Alan, well, welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah, this is great, man. I was, um, I appreciate the kind words and I, I was debating whether or not to, to do this whole uh, interview in, in Trump in like the Donald Trump voice. Cause I don't know if uh, who's seen that video, but uh, I could do a mean Donald Trump impersonation, but I'll do it. Uh, I'll be doing, I'll be posting one soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for those who's listening right now, if you don't know what you're talking about, uh, what he's talking about. So um, in Halloween of 2019, he did a Donald Trump impression. He was wearing a Donald Trump uh, suit with like gray hair and he actually sounded like him too. So it was, <laughs> it was funny. And when I did my outreach, I did a vidyard video to reach out to Alan <laughs> and it was based on that Donald Trump video too. And uh, wishing him the best of luck with the election and everything like that. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you can do another one later on for the content or something like that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. All right. So, Alan, well, without further ado, so why, why don't you go ahead and just give us a brief introduction of, um, you know, who you are and what do you currently do over at Aliu? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm Alan Hallis and right now I'm Director of Sales Development and Recruitment at Aliu. So, 
basically, if you're not familiar with Alleyoop, what we do is we're a demand generation inside sales company, basically providing our clients with different sales campaigns, um, setting meetings, and just generating growth for their teams. So um, I've been with the company for about five and a half years now and really had the pleasure to represent you know, some of our largest clients like Zoom Info Discover Org. Um, huge success story there was really vital in, in growing out their team, um, their SCR team, and had the pleasure of working with them. And then, you know, we have other clients such as Adobe and Strixon Cleveland Golf. And then, you know, a lot of small mid-range companies uh, like Wacker Healthcare and just really really great clients and uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of that and um, you know our CEO Steve does a really great job bringing these clients on. Nice nice awesome okay so uh, demand gen style is it um, is it would would Aliyu be considered like an outsourced sales development company too as well since that's a fact? Exactly. Yeah. So we have about 20, 25 different clients. They hire us. And, you know, so let's say you were to get hired at Alleyoop tomorrow, you would be placed upon one of these clients that you'd represent and, you know, you would set meetings for them and we hope that they go wonderful and generate lots of growth and revenue for them. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, just out of curiosity, is there, is there any uh, specialization when it comes to Alleyoop? Like uh, when it comes to like, uh, I would say uh, industry or something like that, or, um, you know, we, so, you know, as you know, discover or zoom info, that is, you know, a lot of um, high level C level salespeople, VP of sales are a great title. We reach out to, um, you know, we have a full sales cycle, which is Cleveland, on Cleveland golf. So they're literally selling golf clubs, golf equipment, uh, but we have many different projects, many different outreach, VP of marketing. Some of our clients target IT people. So it's really a wide array of uh, titles and personas. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. I can actually imagine that too. I mean, given the fact that, you know, demand gen is uh, very broad. So definitely for sure. Okay. Um, so Alan, just, uh, just looking at your background here and, you know, doing a little bit of digging your history, you're, uh, you came in, came over to America, right? You growing up as an Asian American. I noticed that you, you used to do some security operations and then LA fitness too. Like what, what's your story of how'd you get into sales? Yeah, I think it really started with just playing in bands, honestly. So I used to, that's what I wanted to do in my life is I screamed in a hardcore band and went crazy on, on the mic. I was a madman. I jumped around like crazy. We played like hardcore music and whatnot, but you know, we actually go on tour. So we were pretty decent. Um, that band ended up breaking up. But my point being is after our shows, you know, I would sell some of our merch cause we would have t-shirts and CDs and, you know, just having our fans and people that engage and really liked our music to have random strangers buying your stuff was a real thrill to me. And I got super pumped up and just like that connection and that feeling lasted with me. So after that, you know, going into college, um, you know, I started throwing parties and then I got affiliated with some of the bars and venues around the Fredonia area and Buffalo area, and then started throwing parties for behalf on, on behalf of, you know, different club owners and, that just generating ticket sales and, and revenue for the club became really great. And then, 
you know, I started slowly transitioning into the health field. So I worked at Buffalo Athletic Club and LA Fitness, where I was a fitness coach. And then I really wanted to help people um, with their fitness goals and needs and have them join the membership and get a membership at the gym. And then I could work with them as far as creating a plan and, and just making them the healthiest that they can be. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. From um, the view too, and uh, you know, your picture and just uh, having that video view you earlier too, you look like a type of guy that we working out. So pretty husky there. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, Alan, quick question. So, and yeah. you, you you were in the you mentioned you were in a band um, musician amateur band you know MSI yep. Crimes of Passion remember me from 1999 to like 2009 it's about 10 years uh, yeah. you know you play the saxophone and electric guitar do you still play those things today God man I I really don't and I mean work just consumes my entire life I'm sure as you know and everyone knows but I I would love to jam anytime I can make time for it it's just the daily routine. Okay. okay. Caught up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely understand. You know, life gets in the way we work, especially in your type of role now for sure. But um, just out of curiosity, because being like a musician is deep seated, right? So let's say if someone was to just be hanging out in the front and you're just walking by and then they just pass you and say, Hey, Alan here, uh, plays vibe real quick and just hand you an electric guitar. Would you be able to jam out? Oh yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> First time I play the, I play a little do 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 do. <laughs> I start with that, and then I bust into some like back and black or some classic rock. Osborne, oh. Jimi Hendrix, but you gotta set the tone, you know. Oh shit! Okay, let me ask you something. And based on based on what you just told me right now, I believe this is something that you have definitely done before. And the reason why you did that because they look at you, they're like, oh shit. This guy's Asian, and then bam, you jam out, and then like, whoa, no way! I didn't know you could do that. Is is that is that what happened? Yeah, pretty much, man. And like, I'll be at parties sometimes, and uh, I'll I'll pretend I don't know any English, and I'm just talking uh, uh, like uh, some <laughs> kind of Asian accent, and have a hold a conversation for like 20 minutes, and then out of nowhere, just start speaking English. And I'm like, oh, you you fooled me. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Wow. It's 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 good seeing other people's reactions sometimes. Definitely, definitely. That's awesome. I love that, Alan. Okay, so, hey, Alan. So, moving to the next question now. So, I noticed, you know, you you joined uh, Discover Org as an SDR. You went over to Zoom Info as an SDR manager, and then jumped over to Alleyoop as an SDR manager too. So, everybody knows when it comes to SDR, we have different routes and options, right? Customer success, that common AE route. Uh, there's sales enablement now and marketing too, as well. Like. What what was your thought process when it came to taking this leadership role as a SDR manager? That's a great question. So I would say as an SDR, I, I started my SDR career September 2014 at Alley Um Had no idea what the title was. I, I, I had no idea what I was going to be doing. As I learned about the role, um, I had the pleasure, I got the pleasure of being put on a great client, which was Discover or Zoom Info, and I was able to represent them. And in my first month, I was very embarrassed. Um, I was very scared too, because everyone around me, and we had a team of five people, um, all of the other five individuals around me were so good. And 
maybe they really weren't good at the time, but to me at that time being so fresh and so new, they sounded absolutely amazing. So that was very intimidating. So as I was learning my pitch, I, I made a post on LinkedIn, but it's hundred percent true. I would actually crouch down underneath my desk and kind of direct my voice away from, from them because I didn't want them to hear what I was saying because I didn't think that it was up to standard or it was good enough. So, mm. you know, as that month passed and as I started learning the games and learning the game and learning the ropes, I, I, I need to figure out how can I make myself feel comfortable and that started with literally writing my script until I made it me because I, I learned everything. I, I got the product knowledge. I understood what I needed to do to set a meeting, but I guess it felt too scripted at first. It didn't feel like it was like my, my tonality and my, it, it didn't sound like shit that I would say. So I had to change it up <laughs> and, and make it me. So I spent a lot of time, literally, I think 43 times I opened up a Microsoft word document and wrote it over and over. And then I finally got it. And that was the, my, that was the barrier I broke to hit quota, you know, four and a half years in a row as an SDR, which, um, wow. Yeah, which kind of leads into um, your question as well. Like, I had the opportunity to be promoted probably within my second year at Alleyoop um, to, as a sales manager, but I, I didn't want to do it for one because I love the SCR role and, you know, I love the people on my team. I like being in the trenches, on the phone, turning objections into meetings and really battling one-on-one and, and winning that meeting um it's just it, it turned into a passion and, and, which is surprising because i mean you figure the normal sdr tenure is what six months to a year before you either get burned out or you do get promoted but you know and then the income as an sdr was working really well too so you know, after four and a half years, you know, that's when I did get a little burned out and I had a great opportunity to be promoted um, to what I'm doing now. And I took it and I'm uh, very happy and uh, I love, I love where I'm at. Nice. Nice. Okay. I, I love that, Alan. So just to piggyback on that a little bit, right. Um, from your experience, you're, so there, there, so for those who's listening, you know, there's a lot of people out there who goes, man, I don't want to be an SDR for life. I don't want to be an SDR for life. But for those who are successful and carry on their mission, whatever they become, like whether they become a customer success manager or an AE, they are still an SDR for life. They just carry that on over. And because, you know, there's, there's those out there who wants to stay as an SDR and they're, they're what you call lifers, right? They're, doing what the SDR work does all day, every day, and that's it. Um, and for those who are successful and carry on to the next uh, movement, uh, the next chapter, such as yourself, or right now you're a director of sales development, you're still using and doing exactly what you're doing every day, all day, every day, ever since day one that you learned as an SDR, the prospect, the prospecting, what to say, what not to say, when to say it, and then you're teaching it to the others. And from this day on, you're still doing the SDR work yourself too. Is that, is that right? Exactly. Exactly. And now it's more of uh, engagement and, and coaching and enablement role too, because, you know, just bring on new hires and, and 
seeing who's a good fit, bad fit, bring, bring all the great fits onto the team and fit and onboarding them correctly. And just, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. And, you know, I fell in love with that, that process. Like I'll, I'll always love pounding the phones and I'll always hop in the trenches whenever my team needs help. But the ability to take my successes and what I've learned and, and truly try to help, you know, the floor and my reps and anyone that I work with. That's why I started posting LinkedIn content. Like it, it's just so meaningful to me. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. Like um, we're, we have so much in common, Alan, and what you just said right there, just like, it was like music to my ears. Like for me, I don't know what it is too, but I love cold calling the process. Like, whether it's smile and doubt or, you know, outbound through emails and other social channels, just being strategic about it, being mindful, right. Just deposit, deposit, withdraw, like what Josh Brown and stuff always says. Yeah. Um, yep. Man, I just really love it. So, Hey, uh, Alan, before we move on to the next question, I, I just want to um, piggyback something that you mentioned earlier too. You mentioned you came in, they gave you the script and you're like, man, this, this is not me, you know, and then you're, you keep on a B testing, adjusting it. Like, till you get to its core. Well, um, what was this like the fact where you start to feel like, you know, you pitched it, told them, Hey man, to sink me, this is not me. I'm Alan Hollis. I'm big and cheerful. You know, I say this, I don't say that I got to tweak it a little bit. And <laughs> tell us a little bit about that process because there's a lot of SDRs out there who just sounds like a robot. Can I get 15 minutes of your time? And it's like, yo, people don't buy you, you know, they, 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 they want to buy from you first before they buy the meeting. And you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, you know, I used to do outside sales too. I used to sell cars for a little bit and even in inside sales, like they, you have to get that person to like you. I mean, it, there's two different worlds outside and inside, but some of the techniques, I mean, it's still the same. Um, you know, even whatever your, whatever your product is in inside sales and you're on the phone, you, how many times have you pitched and you would get hung up on in the first three seconds before you even said what you were pitching or where you're from? There's just, oh, yeah. it, it, there's a whole strategy to this. That's why like tonality is, is something I'm big on. Like you need to have great tonality because that is the, the first, that's like the, uh, it's like a punch in the face right there. That's the first thing that people are going to hear and they're going to make that, you know, three second decision. Oh, am I going to hang up on this guy or am I not? So you want to make sure every call you're starting off like sounding like just basically having great tonality, not sounding fake, not going overboard, but just having a great tonality. Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I know exactly what you're talking about when it comes to code calling, when we don't see them right um, tonality. And I, uh, there's a person I heard from and he mentioned on the lunch break podcast with James Baldwin too, but I, I've been doing it for quite some time. And uh, he says is match the tone plus 10%, right? So Love if you're if you're low, we're low. If you're high, we're high. If you're medium, then we're medium. Uh, but smashing the tone plus ten percent and just giving it a little bit more. <laughs> Love yeah, that. that's great. Definitely. All right. So, Alan, um, you're right now director of sales development, and for those new and young SDRs listening to this right now, perhaps maybe you can shed some light for them and give them a little pointer. So, uh, so then that they can take this information and parlay onto work. So what? What are the few challenges you typically see when it comes to onboarding new reps? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's 
pretty complex question because you know one of the the, the main thing may, one of the most important things to me is making sure the acceleration of ram time is up to pace and where we need it to be as a company and then i think after that is like developing a coaching cadence for these new hires and making sure they they are learning in the right way because we can all say words to someone, but that doesn't mean that they're comprehending them. You have to make sure that you are teaching it in, in the right way. Um, so once a, once you make sure that they're learning properly and effectively and they're hitting their metrics and, and all that, then setting up different one-on-ones and, and trainings and it just, it's a whole process. And I'm, I'm super uh, proud of the the process that I built out for our, our new hires. So if someone gets hired, I'm not going to go in, in depth right now, but basically we spend the first week, um, you know, learning about the company and then training, but it's, it's a slow build every day of what product and team and client they're going to represent. Um, but yeah, it's just like they learn about the company. Then we throw in basically, you know, scripting and then objection handling, but it, it, we make it fun too. So there's some games in there and um, that's for another conversation. Nice. <laughs> nice some games. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. We, we do some fun stuff. So you gotta make, gotta make it interactive and fun for sure. Yeah. Hey, um, I just want to say something on that too. You mentioned, you know, the first week is just learning about a company. And I, I love that because where I see a lot of uh, companies where they kind of tend to have challenges on they they rush the sdr too fast right and exactly it's, yep. it's it's not a week of training of like just learning about a company it's just like it's one day they go all right one day this is the company we've been out since 1999 this is what we do this is what we saw boom that's one day and then the next day they run straight into the cadence and it takes from what i noticed and see from chatting with other young sdrs too the challenge is no you can tell them all they want they they can understand it but it takes time to truly sync and really know what it is to retain the information and to really bring up the information when it's needed by, um, the, you know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Crazy. All right. So, uh, Alan, so how, how what, what, when it, when it comes to, you know, this person, SDR, hard rock star, they want to be the best of the best. They want to impress you. They want to just kick things off the rock. Like, what what do you look for into when it comes to for those type of reps? I mean, I, I would say the as far as characteristics go, the most important thing is to naturally be driven, to be motivated. Nice. Always, you always want to get better. Um, you know, it's important for that person to be coachable. Coachability is huge, and just having grit. Like that person needs to have grit and yeah, those, those are all, all the most important characteristics to me. Nice. Nice. I love that. I, I can't agree more with you, to be honest with you. It's definitely grit. You gotta be a hustler out there, go down swinging. They, you know, knock you down. You made nine, nine dials, no appointments. You gotta keep on going and coachability. Definitely. You know, if they're, they can be like the smartest guy in the room. They can be the coolest guy in the room, but, if you're not coachable, you're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. Especially in this world of, of, especially in the SDR world where you're going to face a lot of rejection because the type of type of people that we're talking to, I mean, naturally going to brush you off or say, Hey, I'm not interested or write me an email or we don't have this in the budget. So 
yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy. I, I love it. I'm getting pumped up right now just talking about this. I'm about to, I'm about to hop in the trenches right now. And <laughs> <it's> <laughs> <exciting>. <laughs> I'm getting pumped up, man. Let's go. Let's go, Adam. Let's go. Let me tell you something, brother. We're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was funny. That was, uh, that was um, Hollywood. Uh... <laughs> What was his name? Um, Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah, like, um, yeah, like yeah. Macho Man and, and Hulk yeah. Hogan. Oh, man, that's fine. I love days. that. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior and all that. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, Alan, uh, just before we wrap this up, I, yeah. I'm i always curious. Like, whenever I sync up with another Asian American in the tech and SaaS game, sales development, I'm always wondering what's the story like, you know, from growing up? Because majority of it, People, they, they face a lot of adversity because, you know, coming through, like, whether their parents are, like, refugees or stuff like that. I, well, I was just out of curiosity. What, what was it like for you growing up as an Asian American, working your way up through the ranks? Um, you know, you, uh, joined, uh, you joined a band, and then you're like, you know, I'm getting to fitness, and then now you're in cell development. Like, what, what was it like for you growing up over in Buffalo? Yeah, um, you know, so... I came over here when I was five months. I'm, I'm adopted, um, adopted to um, Jackie and Dean Hallis, um, white white family. But yeah, I didn't really face much adversity because I, I was Asian. I mean, I guess you know, growing up, I'd be like, hey, why are these people looking at my eyes weird? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, that would be that'd be about it. But it wasn't like, oh man, this man is Asian. He must live such a, a tough life. Or, but yeah, it was just like, <laughs> I, you know, the thing that I go by is like, we, we live once in this life. Like if you are a good, genuine person, that that that's all that matters like it doesn't matter if you're white black puerto rican asian green yellow whatever it does it does not matter as long as you're a good person and you have good intentions like we we live once we need to be happy and we need to have great energy and and just live an awesome life yeah you know I, I love that. Thank and thank you for sharing that, Alan. To be honest with you, we're we're all in it together. And like you said, it doesn't matter you're white, black, Asian, and it doesn't matter where you came from. You know, it's what you're doing today to better yourself and more importantly, manifest your gift and help others too in the trenches as well. Yeah, definitely. definitely. All right, so um, Alan, without further ado, just to wrap this up, you know, don't want to take much more of your time than we have to. Is there any special thanks you'd like to give out that anyone helped you out throughout your sales development journey? Um, yeah, first off, I'd like to thank you for having me on here. Um, it was a pleasure, <laughs> exciting getting, getting to know you. Um, you know, I respect what you've done too. You know, I did some research, look on your page and, um, love the podcast here. And then, you know, I, I like to just give a shout out and thanks to my family at Alley Hoop. Um, and then shout out to followers on LinkedIn or any SDR that has read my content before. Um, cause it's all about, we're all trying to get better. We're all trying to do great things. And, um, you know, if you are persistent enough and you work hard enough, you will get there. Nice. Nice. I love that. And so Alan, if there's to say a brand new young SDR fresh out of college, no sales experience, maybe as a server, as a restaurant, they went through all these interviews. Congratulations. They picked up a gig over at outsource, uh, sales development. Uh, companies such as close to Aliyu or similar, what what would you advise give them for in terms of advice to one up their game? For them to one up their game, they need to 
hang in there and just they need to have grit. That's what it comes down to because it's going to be frustrating at first. Uh, you know, yeah. you're going to get told no a lot and you're going to be like, what the hell am I doing wrong? What can I change? How can I maneuver to, to make this work? Is it the script? Is it my tonality? Is it something I'm doing? Is it the structure? Am I not selling on pain? Am I not selling on persona? Am I doing too much feature and product dumping? Like all yeah. this all this is going to cross a new SDR's mind, but they need to just focus on setting a meeting and be being coachable and taking in what their manager and trainer is teaching them. And they're going to have to study outside. And there's so much great content on LinkedIn nowadays. Like, they need any good SCR that wants to take it to the next level. They should always be reading books, reading this content on LinkedIn and doing everything they can to get better. Cause when you see that, like if you're a manager looking in and you see a new rep doing that, like that just shows the initiative. Like they are most likely going to be pretty good. Nice. There it is. There it is. I love that. That was the price of admission folks. Grit. Uh, Continuous learning, you know, grabbing content every way possible, whether it's Dynasty Podcast, looking to LinkedIn. Alan, if there's someone out there listening to this episode right now and says, I want to reach out to you and say hi and say thank you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, just uh, find me on LinkedIn, send me a DM on there, or um, you can get at me <laughs> at my uh, at, <laughs> slide in the DMs, or you can go to uh, ahalas, H-A-L-A-S, at alleyoop.io. That's my email. Nice, nice. Awesome. And on behalf of the one up again, Alan, thank you again so much for hopping on. We appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you right back. And thank you very much. All right, folks.